0: You are listening to Radio Galati Yes, you can take a seat, yeah, Jahani. Yeah. <laughs> oh, we're going to talk to Jahani in a little bit. He's been brave enough to stick his hand up yet again to re- represent you as uh, one of your future shy councillors here in Broome. Yeah. yeah, you're always a man on the move with yeah. cultural tours, taking people out and about.
1: Yeah, yeah. So, you know, still doing the tours. Uh, I've been doing our um, Aboriginal and cultural tours experiences uh, in and around Broome since 2019, I think, Um, early 2019. And uh, we've, as a business and how we deliver what we deliver and what we share has has been evolving um, constantly. And so I think we're finally at a point where maybe we're we're set. (laughs) And so maybe we can try and just do things at this pace where we're at now rather than... Evolving anymore, <laughs> but um, we'll see. It just we just keep getting new ideas, you know, and um, changing with that. And you know, people tell us what they're interested in, and so we, we adapt to that demand as well. So, um, but we'll see how that goes. Yeah.
0: But you putting your hat in the ring for the second time around, obviously new ideas, fresh energy, and you've weathered the
1: storm as well.
0: Yeah. With yeah. Carpet.
1: So Having a crack at it again, you know. I, I think I think it was two thousand nineteen, maybe, um, that I had nominated for the Dampier or the Outer Ward or the Dampier. What was it called? The Dampier Ward. <laughs> um, and now there's only one ward, as, as, as you know. And so I, I put my hand in for the um, the local shire council election, um, just to. Basically, I really. I, I I just really wanted to make sure that someone you know, like there's a there's a real local on there, you know, with the, with the, with a strong local sort of voice, someone who's been around and seen the evolution of Broom's community and, and um, you know, the business space as well, I guess. And um just Someone, you know, I, I feel like I've developed enough experience now. I'm forty years old, um, so you know, I've been in um, I've, I've been in the leadership space for a little while. You know, le- as a director of native title holding organisation for for a long time. Um, you know, in other entities like the Men's Outreach Services, um, and now I'm on the West Australian Indigenous Tourism Operators Council um, as a director as well. But being a manager and operator of my own business has exposed me to a lot of experience too. You know that that business world, I guess, but also how we can do that in a sustainable manner, um, and you know, providing, developing, and providing opportunities for for our mob um, and and whoever else that is also like minded that you know want to do things the right way as well. And so you know, since the last time we spoke, um, I now have three businesses, um, and one of them is uh, it's, it's, it's called I Supply Australia. And I supply Australia is pretty much an online marketplace for indigenous business um you know products and services um, that we can bring to the non indigenous world to you know collaborate and make that connection and build a better level of understanding just like we do in our tours, um, but through this business space. But what that's also doing is, you know, helping companies to address their reconciliation action plan and meet those targets, but also providing opportunities for those indigenous businesses and their employees of course and their families and um, brings it all together kind of thing. Um, The other business I have is looking at uh, trying to you know kill plastics as they say Uh, but we have an aluminium bottled water product called Sacred Water um, and that one um, we've also just launched we finalized finally after so many months of you know development and the changes that we make as we <laughs> create a product I suppose and so we're really happy with where we're at but you know my, my businesses are all about sustainability and i um, encouraging that reconciliation you know yeah so pretty happy with where I'm at but um, you know the other thing is that I'm also finally got a bit of a team around me you know a bit of a support network so I, I feel like I do have a bit more space now to free up and go into something else like, um, you know, that contributes back into our community, not just the Aboriginal community but the Broome community because we're all connected and if we look after each other then we'll have a safer and healthier community and so that's why I thought I'd put my hand up again um, for the Broome Shire Council. I I gave the last election a miss just because I was a bit busy doing what I was doing Uh, but now I reckon I'm ready again so we'll see how we go. How do you feel...
0: Broom will develop or where would you like to see Broom develop with industry but yet still keeping the sacredness of tourism without overdevelopment?
1: Yeah, and that's a good question because you know this 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 kind of stuff has been coming up a lot lately, and I don't don't know if it's because I'm in the spaces that I've been in, but um, you know you you can see a lot of development taking place around town. Um, you can see the talk about the trucks coming through town because um, it's not just Broome; it's, it brooms a bit of a hub for this little region, you know. So things that happen in this area is going to have an effect on Broome, and so you know I'm all for growth because I understand how that brings economic opportunities and and you know, that revenue into, into our little town and our communities, of course. But I only support those things that are sustainable, that can prove to be sustainable, or those things that, um, you know, avoid needless harm, you know, to country. As an Aboriginal person, we, we, we and as a teacher, I guess, as a um, tour operator, uh, we teach other people and our own mob as well about how we look after everything for the next generations to come. Um, and we, we have a respect with country and all its inhabitants, including people, of course. And so, you know, if we're, if we're, if we're clashing in, in that space, then it's not really... It doesn't sit with my values, you know what I mean? Um, so, so I understand this, there needs to be some development in some places or some growth in some places, in some areas or some sectors, um, but they need, to be, they need to be sustainable. Otherwise, exactly what, what's going on in that space if it's not sustainable. So I'm sure there's enough options out there that we can explore to make sure that we're only using the sustainable options, if that makes sense. So um, in terms of growth or, or, or development, yes, but, but I'd like to explore it to make sure that those, um, you know, ideas are, are healthy and safe for, for us and country and the future generations. And what are you going to bring to the shire? Ooh, uh, I guess, you know, one thing that I'd notice b- before, I actually, before I actually put my name down, um, you know, for the candidacy... One thing that I noticed was that Philip Matsumoto is the only Indigenous councillor at the moment. Um, And then I realised also, um, you know, Nana Alistair was was the only candidate apart from myself. And, you know, one thing that I said was there is a real risk here of us having a council moving forward with only one councillor that is Indigenous to make sure that, you know, our voices are heard or our, our, our presence is, you know, considered. On, on decisions and representation. You know, we, we obviously, all councillors are expected to do that, but, you know, the, the whole reason why the big talk about the voice in 2023 is because, you know, Australia has, is acknowledging that our voices tend to get forgotten. Um, and so the point is, I, I just, I, I really um. didn't want to be in a place where we have a council that only has one Indigenous councillor or two. Um, so it'd be great if we could get three in there, Um but we'll, we'll see how we go. But you know, I I wanted to make sure you know, as a small business owner and operator as well, I wanted to make sure that the small business and the local businesses um, have have a voice as well. You know, because otherwise we, we get these bigger companies that come in and just take, all, take up all the opportunities just because they can. Um, but that doesn't sit right with me because the little guys who've been here since day dot have been forgotten about and, and still struggling. You know, as businesses, you you think we you, you think we <laughs> Wouldn't be living pay to pay like how I have pretty much my whole life, um, so so trying to um, trying to I guess trying to make things better in that business space as well.
0: Jahani, you have a obvious face <laughs> of
1: tourism,
0: uh, identical uh, and suppose been very much a part of the the social media sphere for. A number of years. For those that don't know you, that have recently come to Broome, Mm. who is Jahani Mahmood? Who's Puddy?
1: Yeah. (laughs) So a lot of people, you know, growing up, a lot of people didn't know my real name, Jahani, uh, because everyone knew my nickname, uh, Puddy. You know, you just mentioned it. And now, a lot of people know me as Johani, and and only a small handful of people remember me as Puddy. Um, so it's <laughs> very interesting. But I think it's just how I've evolved, I guess. You know, uh, coming from the little, little broom boy, um, and, and then now into the you know the professional space, I guess. So using my real name, I guess, instead of the nickname. And so it, that that probably kind of alone, that probably highlights how 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 my life has changed since since being a little broom boy. You know, like I I, I was just in. Um, uh, Placanica the other day, the street over in the area they call Bronx, you know, and and just just being down there just reminded me, and I mentioned to someone that that I was with that, you know, I actually lived in almost every single one of these streets in Old Broom area growing up, uh, living with family, different families all the time, um, so. It was it was really it was it was a good eye opener, a bit of a reminder of where I came from. You know what I mean? Um, you, you know, so I'm a Yaru, Garajari, Nul Nul, and Bardi man uh, from from my mum and dad's side, bit of Malaysian there as well from my dad's side. Um, but you know, those those four tribal areas, I guess if we're going to use the word tribal, they, they they're from you know Edimile Beach right up to the tip of Dampier Peninsula. That's where the whole Dampier, uh, that's where the whole Broome Shire district actually extends to in both directions. I live here. I'm from here. I've got a cultural connection, commitment, you know, here, as well. And so I'm I'm not going anywhere, and <laughs> I haven't been very far. But I'm not going anywhere. So my level of commitment is is you know it's it's lifetime. You know, um, not saying to elect me for lifetime because that's not going to happen. But you know, if, if anybody's wondering about my level of commitment, I'm, I'm a broom boy. That's that's who I am. Um, and so I'm going to do what I can as a man now, who's matured, um, to look after um, country, community, and culture, because that's how I, that's what I've learned about my culture, and that's 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 the traditional way of our people, making sure that all those things are healthy, healthy and safe for the future generations to come. But you know, I'm a, as I said, I'm a bit of an entrepreneur, um, and um, I've I've got a little bit of a team around me to help me make that work, which I'm which I'm really happy with. And that's why I mentioned it again. Um, even with the tours, you know, we've got some more family involved there, so creating opportunity for them, but, um, you know, I can step back and so they can lead now. You know, I've got other tour operators and then I've got other crew that does a, other parts of what we do with our products. Uh, look, I, I believe that, you know, tourism uh, is a really sustainable s- space. Uh, a lot of people visit our region because it's beautiful and while they're here, they want to learn about the local culture, um and history, um, not just of Aboriginal people, but other people as well, but they want to see it all and they want to experience it all with the locals, you know. And so I, I, I really um, I really have a big passion for protecting, making sure that tourism space is, is healthy and, and promoted so that people come up here for that because that is what they come up here for. They don't come up here for the, <laughs> oh, I don't want to talk bad about other things, but they don't come up here for the industrialization. They come here for the escape from the industrialization when you think about it. Um, the only downside of that is that, you know, we half of the year we've got a bit of an off season. Um, so we just got to figure out how we can encourage people to come during the off season because, let's be honest, a lot of locals haven't climatized either. They can. <laughs> so <laughs> if we're spending a lot of time in the aircon, so can I visit us, you know? Um, but, um, you know, I used to be a ranger. I, I, I did a lot of things actually growing up. Um, but it was in my 30s that I really grew up. And that's when I started to do things that um, meant, you know, important. Things for me, you know. So I was a ranger for Nyamaburi Yaru and then I was a ranger coordinator. Um, I was a youth, or uh, what is it, youth family support officer uh, for Broome Youth and Families Hub um, for the young men. And I created that um, New Warriors program, no, actually, it was Young Warriors program, uh, which is where we take young fellows out on country. Before I worked there and created that program, they used to do a lot of the sports stuff, um, but I, I said, well, these young fellows are mostly Aboriginal. Let's get them doing what they what I what what I feel like they really want to be doing, you know. Um, but so so we took on, you know, making spears and fishing and mud crabbing and things like that. But it was going to be New Warriors' attitude. That's what because I let the boys name it um, because it's their program. Uh, but then we realised that was NWA, so we <laughs> we didn't go with that. We went to Young Warriors' attitude or something like that instead. Um, but yeah, so that's as I said, that's when I started to um, realise, you know, that working working in that youth. Family support, sort of. How um, I, I felt like you know, native title is one of the tools that we can use to help look after our community and contribute in that space. I guess, um, and so that's why I went back from that youth um, sector over to being a ranger again, um, and then I was in another role which had a big mouthful of a name, but basically was working with the in the cultural space um, as well as the uh, the rangers as well. So. The point is, looking after country, looking after young more almost looking after the voiceless was, and learning about it as well in the process was, was, was where I really started to wake up to who I really am as, as a person. Um, and then I just decided in 2018 um, to start developing my own business and starting to do things that contribute back into community, looking after culture and reconciliation in my own way and that was through my own business. And, you know, I, I, I don't have uh, a degree um, you know, I'm not a CEO, an accountant or a lawyer or anything like that. But through my life experience and local life experience um, and in the business space and leadership space, I feel like I've got enough um, understanding of what's going on, uh, a reasonable understanding of how to do things. Um, and so that's why I thought, why don't I carry continue this further into the local um, government council? And so that's kind of you know, there's there's a lot more to who I am, but I, I don't think we have enough time for that. But in a nutshell, who I am today, that, that's that's who I am, yeah.
0: Jahani, <laughs> Mamet.
1: <laughs> Grown up
0: and uh, well and truly have uh, got your back or your best thoughts, your ear, if it be you'd like someone to listen to when it comes to development, you'll <laughs> be one of those candidates you'll have to choose from. If you haven't chosen already, uh, make your vote at the Shire office. It's just like the referendum uh, one also taking place at the same time and uh, that is at the Broome Convention Centre. So. Honey, thank you for coming in.
1: Oh no worries. I'll just say that the the, the convention centre is the voting for the uh, referendum. Yes. Um. So I encourage people to head down there and do that. Um. But the local shire council election is at the Broomshire office on Well Street. Yes. And that's, that's early voting is open now. The last day, the last chance you get for that is on the 21st of October. Um, but I also want to mention, if if you don't mind, Sandy, Auntie, um, that you know next week, or Wednesday at 5 p.m., uh, we're having a meet the candidates event at the Lottery's House, and so everyone is welcome to come to that and ask questions. Um, but that's a good place to learn about or, or you know meet the candidates for those that will attend, anyways. And so um, you know this isn't about me. I've, I've, there's a few other candidates that I, that I definitely encourage other people or people to uh, you know vote for as well. Um, but we'll we'll see what happens. Yeah.